Welcome to the First World Philippines Podcast. Hey guys, this is Mike and welcome to another episode of the First World Philippines Podcast. Today's guest is Bebo Barwani. Bebo is the pastor of Church Simplified, so he's the first pastor that we've got to interview on our podcast, so pretty excited about that. He is going to give us a very interesting perspective on purpose, on dreams, on meaning, on life. It's a very, very spiritual episode. It's something different. We haven't done an episode like this before where Bebo really opens up, talks about his own journey in life, journey in the U.S., how to deal with adversity and when things don't go to plan. I think every single listener will relate to the messages in this podcast. Uh, I have personally looked up to Bebo for now over four years now, uh, been attending his, his church, Church Simplified, that meets in Bonifacio Global City. Oh, I learned so much. What a great man. I'm so excited that he made time to make this interview. I'm so excited that you're going to hear directly from him himself. Okay, guys, check out the interview and uh, enjoy the show. Narito ko, kasama ang kaibigan ko, ang pangalan ay Bebo, at merong siyang ang interesting story for us, an interesting perspective, kasi hindi mo kamuka ay Pilipino, ako mismo, hindi mo kamuka ay Pilipino, so bakit dito sa Pilipinas? Kasi belib siya sa Pilipino. Niniwala siya sa Pilipino. Uh, meron ka ang um, um, inibig sabihin um, maraming pakialam para sa Pilipino. Bakit? Anong kwentahan mo? Tell us your story of why you're in the Philippines <laughs> and why you have such belief and love for the Filipino. Uh, una, uh, una, Pilipino yung puso ko. <laughs> oh! Uh, yeah, so you know, one for one, I was born here. Yes. Uh, second generation, ah, uh, yung lolo ko dito, uh, pumunta dito bago pa ng uh, the time of the Japanese War, and so my mom was born here. She's wow. Ilo, she was born in Iloilo, and so uh, so my mom speaks Ilonggo, Bisaya, and oh, Tagalog, wow. right? And and then my dad came in 1960 plus, and then yeah, so. I'm born and raised Filipino, um, Indian living in, in, in Filipino, in the Philippines. Um, and so I think I consider myself more Filipino than anything else yeah. in terms of uh, my heart, in terms yeah. of, yeah. So, anong pakiranda mo bilang someone who does not look like a Filipino, a karimian namung Filipino? What was it like growing up? Um, with uh, Indian blood yeah. in the Philippines, with, with a Filipino heart. <laughs> Tell us, like, what was your childhood yeah, like? Okay, okay, so, so, mga 80s to, di ba? So, <laughs> this is during the 80s. I guess, wala, wala masyadong, there wasn't a lot of, like, people that looked different during that time. Uh, I remember I went to a school in Cotabato, in Marbel, just for a year. 
And the day that I enrolled, the, the day that I enrolled ako sa school, the whole school came out to see this board. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, I was filling out forms, you know, I think it was grade three. And in the whole school, you could see them out of the office, like, like what is this thing? Who is this thing? You know, so it was, it was weird. Parang, ano siya, parang, alam mo, Pilipino ka, hindi ka naman iba. You're not different from anyone. Mm. But also, you are different. They see you different, mm. you know. So, um, I think it bred some kind of, like, feeling like you're a stranger at home. Yeah. That, that kind of feeling. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, so it, it was weird. And then, and then they, you know, obviously they would call you names. They would call you 5'6". 5'6"? Anong ibig sabihin yan? You know, Indians, uh, we, our stereotype or our reputation is uh, um, we were into a lot of businesses and, and a lot of microfinancing before. Talaga? <laughs> <laughs> before it became, you know, a term. <laughs> um and then there's also like uh, this this Mumbai uh, sa ilalim ng tulay idea where okay. I I guess because you're different uh, people used you to scare children so oh, like, no. yeah, yeah. So instead of like right instead of like it would be the equivalent of what they would say oh nandiyan yung police the police is gonna come to arrest you <laughs> the Mumbai is gonna come to <laughs> get you <laughs> yeah. yeah so interesting times uh, growing up. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for you, but what ang yung favorite mong um, bahagi ng kultura ng Pilipino? I know, uh, you've lived yeah. in other countries, you've traveled to uh, many ibang bansa. What has made you appreciate the Filipino culture? Um, yeah, the, I think the obvious one is, you know, Filipino resilience mm. is one. Like, um, Kita mo naman, like, you know, you see the traffic daily and, and what people have to go through, you know, to earn a living. And yet, it doesn't deter them. Like, they're, they're not, you don't see people breaking down. Like, they, they get up every day, they, they duke it out. But they, you know, lumalaban ulit sila, they get up, they, 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 they to provide for their families and, and stuff like that. Um, so, d- definitely, the Filipino resilience is... It's remarkable. It's unlike you'll never see in the world, you know, that mm-hmm. at least I've seen. Um, also, you know, Filipino hospitality, just the way that we're warm uh, to one another, you know. Um, especially, I think, when you go into the provinces, you see that there's people are just willing to take you in. People are willing to have a conversation, you know. They're always offered if you're hungry, if you're... You know, <laughs> And so I see that as, as good traits, as you know, uh, being so connected with just our humanity that, that we can offer hospitality, right? Mm. So, yeah, those are, mm. those are things that jump out. Mm. Could, we, could we talk more about your story? Yeah. Uh, because for a few years, you were a OFW. Yes. An overseas <laughs> Filipino. Yeah. And, but you decided to come back. Can you tell us about that journey and especially that part where you decided to um, to come back to the Philippines and that you felt and Pakiram Zamo that this is where you could add the most value. Tell us yeah. about that journey. Okay, so so there's a bit of a, a twist in the story because I didn't like I, I really wanted to get out. That 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 was my story. Like, you know, you're um, I was in my twenties. And I was a musician, 
and uh, you know played for many bands and and it felt like parang naabut you know naabut mo na yung wall parang wala ka nang pupuntahan there's nowhere else to go right and so I really you know I was thinking about my future how much I you know can I raise can I afford to raise a family here um, and so I really wanted to get out like I was like in my twenties I'm you know I'm I'm gonna head out and 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 I, I lived in San Francisco for six years, pursued my music career, and, and did other things there as well. And to be honest, my story is that I was kind of forced to come back. You know, my green card got denied. So, you know, it wasn't really even by choice that I came back. And, but, in the process, I was kind of bitter, bitter at God, bitter at like, you know, my green card got denied. I'd worked so hard for it. Pagbaliko. Shampra, I was major depressed. I was like, I'm back here again, and, and I had a lot of these fears about what am I coming home to, and mm-hmm. and um, I think at some point in the first few months and in the first year, I had be- somehow began to see things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I I saw the Philippines as a place of opportunity. I saw like things about the culture that weren't in America, like that, that kind of stood out. And also, the, I saw that parang anoya, that the, the idea of what did you want to be? Did you, did you want to be part of something that was still on the rise and start building and start, you know, creating uh, versus, you know, some, something where it was just so saturated, almost didn't have anywhere else to go. So I thought, Somehow, I came back fighting, screaming, didn't want to be back. Um, but somehow, you know, through conversations, through also trying to look at things at a different perspective, you know, uh, because sometimes you, you need to hit the wall, Debab, before you. But when it clicked, when I finally be, began to see, you can't get me to go back to the States now. Like, you know, like, like, when I finally began to see all the things, all the potential, all that we had here, mm. um, that kind of came alive, and, mm. and you know, and to see the beauty of, of you know, what the Filipinos can do, mm. like, so, yeah. So that's my story. It was it wasn't like a belief in the beginning. Mm. As a matter of fact, it was wanting to get away from it, mm. and then now coming full circle where. There's nowhere in the world I'd rather be at this time. Wow. You know, like, um, at least on most days. <laughs> right? On most, what, sometimes you're stuck in traffic and you're like, ah. But I think, you know, on most days, like, I love the Philippines. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, you know, seeing all the potential, seeing also, you know, part of what we did, me and my wife, pagbalik namin, um, because I was still in a depressed state. Pagbalik namin, we were like, okay, let's, you know, while we're here, let's see, let's see, let's yeah. see what's outside. Like, let's see, let's go outside Manila. Um, I remember going to Palawan uh, the, the first time, you know, and and just feeling so proud. Actually, the, the, even the people in Palawan were so pl- proud of, uh, we were interviewing, like, the guy who drove the the vehicle, you know, how do you like this? Like, it, it was just there was so much pride. Like, I I don't want to be anywhere else. Like, you know, and then, and then we we realized why, you know, like 
it was such a beautiful place. And not only the, the not only that the place was beautiful, that the way they had cared for it and, and had, you know, protected and, and like even there was a change of mindset. And, and mm. that was when we began to see, wow, like, no, there, this exists here. Mm. Not the place, but the mindset that there are people in the Philippines who are like, no, who also see the potential and who see that you know, we, did, we need to care for this place, um, for it to be all that it can be. And our minds were blown, man, like mm. when we came from that trip. And, and, then, and then now, everywhere, every time we go out, like, you know, you know me and my wife, were, we love the beach. Um, and every time we head out, we see this beauty, we see the beauty in the people, and it's just amazing, you know. And yeah. Payo mo para sa overseas Filipinos. A lot of these Filipinos, they do not see these opportunities. They yeah. were similar to where you were a few years yeah. ago. What advice, anong payo mo for those Filipinos? So, yung para sa overseas worker, or if you're in another country. So what I noticed, um, like you can use those opportunities, kung nasa isang, nasa ibang bansa ka, to learn, mm. right? Um, because for, when I was in San Francisco, I found that, um, like, on some ways you also can't help it, right? Like when you're, when you're abroad, you want to gravitate to what you know, mm. and which is, which is fine, you know? Uh, but living in San Francisco, um, namin na the, parang the Filipinos there weren't really making the most of being in, in a place like that where there's so much art, culture. Mm. Because primarily, we, we go to other countries nga kasi for economic reasons. Mm. So our mindset is, mm. you know, we're here to earn. But I think being in other countries also afford a learning platform. And so, yeah, I mean, go ahead. You have to earn. You, you go there for the economic reasons. But some of these countries where, you know, that are heavily populated with uh, Filipino OFW, OFWs, there's so much we can learn if we also engage the culture, yeah. right? Like, um, and so I saw a lot, I worked for a Filipino church when I was in San Francisco, and there's a bit of a challenge to like say, hey, yeah, like, like, Engage, you know, engage your 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 neighbor, engage people that are outside of your community. Mm. You'll always have the community, yeah. Uh, so that you know we can learn from other cultures as well, mm. Um So I think if you're an OFW and if you're abroad, being there already is already a wealth of opportunities to learn. So don't say it, don't waste it. Mm. Make the most of it. Uh, you know, learn from what they do in business, learn from what they do in culture and arts, and then so that someday you can also bring some of what you've learned back. That's yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's And a lot of Filipinos are holding on to these uh, malinga kala, these false yeah. beliefs. And that really hurts me. Yeah. Because Makita Nakikita ko sa kalaoban na mga Filipino so brang kakayahan. That so many Filipinos do not see this potential. Can you talk about that from where the work you do today, the, 
from your childhood to what you see in everyday Filipino culture? What is that potential that they do not see that you yeah. see? So, so from first-hand experience, so musikera ako dati, the 90s, I used to play for a cover band. You know, and you know, cover bands are great; they're fun. Um, but but I think they also reflect um, a lot of what we think about who we are, mm. where we're only good to copy. Mm. Like like like, as, parang wala tayong ano, may offer sa world in terms of an original idea. Mm. You know, we always kind of default to, and and, and again. That that maling akala comes from a lot of like the colonization, right? Like, you know, we we've been told like we're only good for serving, or we're only good for like we're, that we're not creative, or that we can't, we don't have the potential to offer something to the world that the world has never seen, you know. And I think sometimes it's nasana eh, nasa puso natin na hanggang na lang tayo, like we're and so we never venture out to, to dream bigger to dream that actually no we can we can create new music mm-hmm. we can create new art new films we have we have something to say that's unique it comes from our story mm-hmm. you know um, and the world needs to hear that story mm-hmm. and, and it's valuable for the world like think about the Filipino journey We've been, we've been colonized for a few hundred years by Spain and, and America. Um, think about that. But we're still here. We're still resilient. We're still, you know, and, and we can take all of those stories that have been part of our journey. And so we, we have such a unique mm-hmm. positioning because we have our indigenous Filipino-ness. Mm-hmm. We still see the tribes. You, you know, you go out to the provinces. You go to Sagada. You go to Benguet. You still see the tribal stuff still alive. So mm. that that's still part of us. Mm. And then we also have the richness of Western culture as well. Like, so we might as well use it. But like, mm. we can't do anything about the past. That's that's been done. But we can bring all of that experience, the East, the West, all that's in our blood now. Mm. And create a tell a better story, tell a story that the world has never known or seen. Mm. So I think the malingakala cripples us because we just keep defaulting to, mm. you know, to look at what America does, and we just kind of bring that here. Yeah. We, we, you know, I mean, we name our streets from the condos we build. We just kind yeah. of take from whatever they built, and you know. Um, but I think. If we, as a nation, you know, tayo mga Pinoy, pag inisip natin kung ano ba yung totoong tayo, mm-hmm. what is truly inside us, mm-hmm. I think it's unique and the world is ready for that story, you know, mm-hmm. from our food, from our art, from our songs, from our, um, yeah, even from science, you know, in the world of science and ingenuity and, you know, yeah. Can you give us um, this is a beautiful? Yeah. Um, can you give us an example, uh, Halimbawa, of of a Filipino that you've seen? Maybe you've directly worked with yeah. or indirectly that you've seen overcome these maling akala yeah. um, and to create success as a Filipino. Whether that be in art, in business, is there a story that comes to mind that would uh, would inspire our listeners? Um, I think. I think you see a bit of a revolution uh, 
industrie ng film. You know, like in the past couple of years, uh, films like uh, On the Job, uh, mm. like you see that that unique story is being told, and and, and you and you see also the creativity of the Filipino, where you don't need the big Hollywood, you know, mush, bu- budget, or you know, you don't need the effects to tell a great story. Mm. You know, it just has a lot of heart. Just has, and then you work with what you've got, right? Like. Um, so I think definitely in the world of film and music, uh, are, we're beginning to see, you know, being a musician, I'm, I'm kind of happy to see that, oh, we're, there's a whole underground scene where we're discovering, you know, who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, so I think <coughs> there, there are movements out yeah. there where it's beginning to happen, you know. And what, what can Filipinos do to support yeah. those local... Um, entrepreneurs, local artists yeah. in particular, because there is a false belief yeah. that uh, foreign artists, foreign entrepreneurs, foreign brands yeah. are somehow better yeah. than Filipino brands. What would, what, um, anong, anong hamon ko, wihang mo para sa Filipino and how they can support local culture? Especially yeah. coming up to Christmas time uh, yeah. where there's a buying frenzy, how can we become better at supporting our our local Filipino artists and entrepreneurs? Um, I think yung, yung, another false belief is that, um, like, another false belief has to do with packaging, <laughs> right? Like, marketing, just because something says it's made somewhere else or it's from somewhere else, doesn't necessarily mean, like, when you strip the packaging out, it's almost just the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, a lot of brands and products are actually made here, you know? And so we've, we give things around trip, you know, we make them here, we send them there and we, you know, we buy them back. Yeah. Um, but that's true for everything, I think. Um, and so I think we're going to be able to branding. Let's let's look for things that are true within the story, within our essence, um, and then so that we can see that oh, a lot of these things of how other nations have gotten ahead is really just because they've believed in the brand, mm. right? And I think we need to start believing in in our yeah. brand as well, you know, uh, and so. Coming, you know, how do you support local? You know, um, yeah, go go to the shows, go mm-hmm. to the plays, mm-hmm. you know, um, as much as you can. Don't pirate the music, but you know, like, <laughs> you know, like uh, just quick buy local. You know, like as much as you can. Um, shampoo is shampoo, mm-hmm. regardless, right? Like soap is soap, regardless. Like. Um, that's like the basic idea, but that goes for everything else, I think, where let's support what we have. Mm. Let's believe in our brand. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's one of my, yeah. my um, para sa Filipinas is that men in the Philippines yeah. will create the same sense of romance and quality as yeah. men in France. Yes. Uh, yeah. Or men in Germany or wherever these foreign brands that we think are better, I believe, and I have experienced Filipino brands that are 
in my opinion, better. Yeah. Better quality than a lot of the foreign brands. Uh, Philip, the best chocolate in the world, Filipino. Yeah. The best uh, coffee in the world, yeah. Filipino. Uh, shampoo, human nature, uh, yeah. they're Filipino. There's so many uh, world-class Filipino products, artists, yeah. uh, entrepreneur movies. I've got so, some of my favorite movies are Filipino, and I think that's one thing our, our um, Caribbean Namangal Filipinos can do is to support local. Yeah. It really makes a difference, and that's creating that love for your for the the brand that is you. Made in the Philippines is the Filipino people. Yeah. So it's um, yeah something very. Thank you, Maraming Salamat for yeah. sharing that. I have a few more questions, Bill. Yeah. Um. Sa Karimian mga Filipino na hindi malaman kung ano ang gagawin nila sa buhay. Okay. So there's a lot of young people in the Philippines. They do not know what they want to do in, in life. They feel lost. Um, they feel they don't have purpose. They f- maybe they feel they've, they went to college. They don't feel that this was meaningful. They're in a job that it doesn't give them that passion. Um, well, anong payo mo par? What advice would you give? Ang ang ano? Parang the way dreams work. Um, minsan ang panaginip or, or ang goal or a dream sometimes the value of a dream is ano eh yung hindi naman siya dahil na, na-attain natin siya yung value ng dream ay it launches us on a journey eh. it, it, you know like if 20 years ago if if you asked me where I was gonna be today um there's no way I could have forecasted where I, I'd end up at. But it's important to just move. You know, like, so whatever your dream is in the moment, whatever you want to do in the moment, um, hindi naman garantisado na mangyayari yun. Ang buhay naman, diba? We're realistic, diba? Like, but the value of the dream is that it, it launches you forward. So, nagsimulan mo na, you come out, diba? Uh, there's a Dave Matthews song that says, you know, like, the most important thing is to, to get out the gate, right? Like, oh, yeah. move, just do it. Just because once naka, sa gumagalaw ka na, madali nang ano eh, di ba? Like, whether, whether, it's a, whether you believe in God or whether you believe in an idea of something out there that's guiding you, once you're already in motion, God, you know, I believe in God, so I believe that um, it's just easy to steer, you know, like, versus someone that's not moving and versus someone to, that's stuck. So the value of the dream is that it gets you going. And then at a certain point, there are opportunities for life itself or even God to just shape you to a different direction. So if you're feeling lost today, don't think five, ten years down the road. We that's too long to think about. Just think about how do I move? What's the next step? Like how do I, what can I do to start something? And then I think you'll be surprised that you'll see, oh, something new will, you know, either, you, either the dream actually happens and you run and, and great, but even if the dream doesn't happen, even if the goal doesn't happen, you'll find because you're in motion, Life has the ability now to take you into other places. And then your dream will change because we change as people. 
So I think that's, that's sort of what happened to me. I started out wanting to become a musician and then I followed that dream. Mm. And the value of that dream was that it positioned me to do other things mm. later in life, mm. you know, which I would have never, I never would have gotten to if I never started in those small little, mm. those small little dreams, yeah. Can you tell us about the dream, your, your dream yeah. that you're working on now, yeah. what you're building right now? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm excited for you to share that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, I work with an organization called uh, Church Simplified. We're actually a, a community church. Um, and our, our message is, is, I think, simple yet powerful, that the idea that God is for you, um, you know, is, I think that's the central sort of like, mm-hmm. the centrality of our message is that, um, and if, if God, who is like, you know, the one who can make anything happen, if, he, if we can truly believe that he's for us, then what can't we do, mm. right? Well, what can't we create? Um, and it's, it's, not a, it's not even just a, an outright religious message. It's just the message that, no, you, you are valuable. Like, everyone is valuable. Everyone's story is important. <coughs> yung, yung story na pinagdaanan mo, yeah. unique sa'yo yun, that the world needs your story, yeah. and you should tell it, and you should discover it. You should, you know. About Filipino yeah. Mahalaga. Yeah. Every Filipino yeah. comes. And um, you have the potential to change your community, your own life, mm-hmm. you know, your com- and, and and eventually the nation. Um, so that's you know that's uh, we've I've kind of devoted my life to that message now, mm-hmm. like where I want to tell people like, no, you you have you have immense value. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have the potential to change things, mm. you know, um, for yourself, for your family, and for the world in which you live. Yeah. You know, so um, that's a, that's what I do now. Mm. You know, and I, I never would have gotten here if I didn't follow those, you know, those initial smaller dreams. You know, yes. like yeah. So in the comment section, sorry, in the yeah. description of this video. We will have the links of Church Simplified on yeah. its Facebook page where you can see um, what that community does, the amazing work they're doing in this city and beyond the city to add extraordinary. I know it's a place where I've grown a lot over the last three years. It's a place that I call home. And you're some, uh, yeah. as the leader of our community, you're someone I've really learned from. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's something different. And I think it's something that people need to experience for themselves. So I really want to encourage you to check out the Facebook page and to see what you can get from this amazing community. And of course, not only what you can get from a community, but yeah. the other, what you can give to community. Because I think we're all playing a part in building a better Philippines. Uh, Philippines that's um, what God wants to see. Yeah. Pieces of heaven on earth. And that's I really right. believe yeah. we can see that in our lifetime. Yeah. In our lifetime. We see it every day. Um, we're coming to the end of the interview. Yeah. Uh, Debs, but I do want to ask you a final question. Sure. I, I think it's it's the question I almost ask all of my guests because um, this question excites me because it's creates it's your idea, your vision of what the, this country can become. And pangarap mo para sa Pilipinas, mga Pilipino. What is the great vision that you see this country can achieve in our lifetime? Man. I, I'm excited for that because I think um, 
our, our story is so unique. Like we've been, again, we've been colonized. We, so we know what it is to be, you know, to suffer. And, and we know what it is to, um, and we, if we figure out the way to rise, the, our whole national identity will be about a nation that found its way. You know, like even when things came against it, even when things tried to remove our identity, you know, we found who we truly are and, and were able to build again. So the value of that story eventually, I think, to the world where, you know, there, there are other places that are also have been, you know, for many centuries are, are going through, the, you know, we can say, hey, we did it. And therefore you can too, you, because we've risen, you can rise as well. So, and find that unique identity. So I think in our lifetime, I think we'll see the rise of artists. We'll see the rise of a unique, you know, artists talking about a, a unique story, just sort of like how, um, you know, the Jews have their story in the, in the Old Testament where they arose from like a slavery thing and, and have become like, you know, an inventor nation and an amazing nation. I think every nation has the potential to be that, you know, and, and I think we will have our own story of what that looks like. Um, and so I think artists will rise, invent, inventors will rise, business people will rise. Um, because the world is such a different playing field now. Those that have, a, have had a monopoly on it, those that have held like traditional ideas, um, Anything can happen now, you know? So no one has the corner on greatness. <laughs> we all have the opportunity for it, you know? Filipino yeah. will change the world. Yeah, yeah, there. <laughs> World-class Filipino. <laughs> thank you so much, Bebs. This has been an extraordinary, inspiring yeah. interview. I cannot thank you enough, and I'm thanks, excited thanks to for see having me. Um, how our Filipinos around the world, Sabuong Mundo, uh, react to this video. Um, yeah, we shared something special today, and I'm very grateful. Hey, man. That you Thanks for today. having me. Bye bye, Filipinas. Bye bye. Hey, this is Mike again. Thank you so much for listening to the First World Philippines podcast. It would mean so much to me if you left a review, if you share this podcast. Somehow help us spread the word. We do this for free. All we ask in return, please consider sharing this with your friends, people who love the Philippines, and people who want to become successful in this country. This is their podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode.